This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, you know you personalize your entire day. That's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. That's a lot of bees. Yeah. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. That's important. You want an affordable price. Yeah, I do want one. Yeah, if it's too much, well, that's just not going to happen. No. <laughs> State Farm's on it. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. I'm lowering my voice. Mm, Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Andrew. Conan. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good, Andrew. Andrew, you just said hello about nine times. I know I did. I know I did. I'm very, uh, look, this is the only, this, this is very little human contact I get. This is it. <laughs> now, is, is that because uh, of COVID or is that just in general you avoid humans? Uh, it, it is because of COVID. Normally I like to get out a little bit more, um, but uh, with COVID, it's kind of like my family and uh, everybody at work, that's kind of it. And it's not really, it's not very exciting. So for this, yeah. That's true of just about everybody except people that live in Florida who seem right. to be <laughs> gathering uh, in pools that seem to accommodate 9,000 people at the same time. <laughs> and uh, they're all licking each other. Right. But <laughs> to each their own, I say, own. Andrew. Yes. Uh, how are you, Andrew? Are you in your home right now, I'm guessing? I am in my home right now. Yeah, I'm doing very well. Thank you, by the way. I uh, hope you're doing well, too. I want to compliment you. Thank you, sir. I want to compliment you because uh, people can't see this at home, but you have a very deep and rich, almost purplish uh, eggplant hue behind you. It's it's uh, yeah. quite striking. And, you know, most people I talk to in this pandemic sure. uh, are in front of a pretty boring wall, but mm -hmm. you've chosen quite a color behind you. And if that's authentic, then I congratulate you. Yes, it is a blue wall. Um, it comes across mm -hmm. purple, but it's kind of the sunlight uh, coming in here right now, but it's a, it's a very blue wall. Um, I am a very big fan of uh, keeping like colors to the wall. Like this is kind of like my office area and a blue really works for me to help me think a little bit more. So it's kind oh, of like, you a, think, yeah. Yeah, it's a creative, it's like a color, creative, right? it's a creative color for me. Um, oh, good. But so like, blue, blue is you've painted your office blue to be creative. That's yes. you. What about, uh, is every room in your house blue? So you're creative all the time? No, no, not every, uh, room in a house is blue. Uh, I have different colors just kind of for different things. So upstairs I have, uh, like, it's like a kitchen dining room, like together, uh, the kitchen area is colored green. 
and the kitchen and the uh, dining room area is colored yellow. Oh, uh, is it true that you're living in the Joker's lair? That's what it sounds like <laughs> a little bit. It sounds like you're in the Joker's lair and your job is to, <laughs> is to help him defeat Batman. Is that correct? Yes. Um, yes that's, How many vats of acid do you have? Listen, I can't answer that uh, legally, right. but. <laughs> right. But is, is coloring uh, different colors is a big thing for you? Like big, very big thing. Um, even, so even in the bathroom as well, the bathroom is like, it's a pink. People come over and they go, no, it's salmon. And I'm like, no, no, it's, it's pink. Let's not. I'm getting the impression that you all gather in the bathroom immediately when people enter <laughs> and, and talk, debate wall colors. That's very strange. All, <laughs> we all walk in and we say. Hi, come go, on in. Uh, step into the bathroom <laughs> and tell me, is this pink or salmon? The choice will decide whether you live or die. You're like, you're like the killer in No Country for Old Men. Yes. You know, it's all the flip yes. of a coin. Look, it's a hell of an icebreaker. Any way you cut it, you know. Sure. Uh, so when you take them in the bathroom, do you shut the door behind you guys or do you leave it open? Uh, <laughs> depends on who it is. Sometimes the bathroom is, <laughs> sometimes the door is shut. Uh, most of the time I do try to keep it open just for <laughs> creepiness sake. But yeah, yeah. Times- <laughs> when you, when you invite strangers into your home and then you ask don't them want to, to just step close- into your, yeah. yeah, your salmon room and then you shut the door. You don't want to do uh, that. And then you flip a coin and say, heads or tails. Heads uh, or tails. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what I'm betting on. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm obsessed with that scene in No Country for Old Men. It's all good, it's uh, all good. Don't put that coin back in your pocket where it can yes. get mixed up with the other pockets. I don't know why my he why he became Nixon there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, you have very different colors throughout your house. Yes, I do. Um, and that's your thing. Is that one of your things? It is one of my, it is one of my things. Yeah. It's one of my, uh, things I do around the house. Um, Mm -hmm. as I'm going, I, I, I haven't painted every room yet. Some are still just like a basic white, which is, uh, for me, very boring. Does that offend you when someone has a white wall? Oh my God. I can't Uh even Uh like, I walk into the house. If, if I walk into somebody's apartment house, whatever it is, and it's white walls, I immediately think to myself, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, we can, we can upgrade. We can do better. You know, there's colors. The reason they give you different paints and colors is because this, to give you, to give you more of an energy in a room. Someone told me, uh, someone that works at our show, Jordan Schlansky, some people may be aware Uh, of him. He has a theory. I know, trust me, I know. Uh, (laughs) Jordan has a theory that Americans are afraid of color. And so we go for lots of topes and grays Mm. and that if you go to Europe, and you drive around, the cars are fantastic colors. They're bright mochas, they're oranges, they're limes, Mm -hmm. they're lemons, they're raspberries and frizzleberries, strawberries and gobbleberries. Yes. Uh, Yes, I've traveled with Dr. Seuss. Uh, And, um, but if you go to this country, it's the same four colors and various shades of that because Americans fear color and everyone walks around like they're depressed in a black and white movie. Yeah. I, you know, you're doing something here, Andrew. You're helping I, to change <laughs> the culture. You really are. I, I appreciate that. Um, I think it's very important to do it. I mean, it, it doesn't really make, I, again, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, it's a very valid point. Uh, we do have very boring colors in this country. I find that. Um, and when you walk around, uh, everyone does feel like they're a little depressed. And it's kind of like, if you just add some color, I promise you, it it really does help. Like for me, it really helps to have these colors. Now, what happens? Uh, Are you a single person? Are you in the dating world? Uh, Uh, In the dating world, I would say, yeah. You're you're in the dating world. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, If a date were to come back to your house, does it always go over well that you 
um, that Harley Quinn is your interior designer? Does it, does it always work out for you? There are all, usually there are compliments. Yeah, it's, it's usually there's a compliment about the colors because it's something uh, not many people see. So it's really nice to, to get the compliments. Um, but I have had like one or two where they walk in. So it's a little off putting to them. And I think it's because of what you're saying that it's a possible Joker situation. Maybe they're thinking and they're a or little worried just, and I get it. They're not accustomed to it. They're not accustomed the, to it. But what I like what you're doing, Andrew, and this is what I suggest uh, to all couples out there dating is be your true self on yes. your first date. Absolutely. I was on my first real date with my, with my wife when we went out, uh, I muttered, I said crazy things. I put my real self out there because I thought she needs to know now. I didn't right. hide that self. Yes. And so uh, she thought, oh, he's really, really is an odd guy on the first date. Mm -hmm. But she saw. And I think what you're doing with your house is you're telling people, I need very strong, bold colors in my life all the time. And if you can't handle that, you better start walking now. Is that what you're saying, Andrew? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. You better just walk right back out the door. This isn't going any further. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my, End of my story. Bright fluorescent orange door uh, <laughs> with with uh, yellow stripes. Uh, yes. Wow. Okay. Well, um, that's fantastic. Now, traditionally, I, I like to reach out to people in the world and, and see if I can answer any question for them. Is there, is there a question you have for me? <laughs> I, I, I do. Um, it's a weird question. I'm, I'm going to just say it right off the bat. Um, Andrew, from you, I'd expect nothing less. This is, you're an original, you're an original guy. You're an original thinker. I'd be offended if uh, if this was a boring question. Thank you very much. Um, uh, the question is, uh, do you like a good soak? You're a creep. Thank and you. I, I'm Thank terminating you. this conversation. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's uh, what I wanted. I, I, and I'm never going to ask uh, for fan interaction again. Yeah, well, I figured well, that was it. Nah, <laughs> no, I'll talk about uh, a lot of things, but a good soak. What do you mean? You mean a bath? A good bath, yeah. Do I like a good bath? I have to say that traditionally I am, uh, I'm very, I'm a fidgety person. Sure. I like to do things and do things quickly. Yes. And move on. It's hard for me to sit still. Mm -hmm. My problem with a bath mm -hmm. is that it takes a long time. So traditionally I have not had the patience to sit in a tub. Sure. Uh, I do it occasionally. My wife, uh, I like to run. And my wife has recommended sometimes soaking in Epsom salts. That would help my Epsom salts would help my legs. Absolutely. But my other issue is most tubs, if I'm in a hotel or any mm -hmm. place, are too small for me. I am a very, I'm a long gentleman and I need sure. a long bath. So uh, baths are rare for me. They're not- I my natural environment. Sure. I, I think with hotels though, specifically, um, I wouldn't bathe at a, <laughs> I wouldn't get in a tub at a hotel just out of, it kind of creeps me out a little bit. If it's not my own tub, I'm not comfortable with it. If that makes sense. What? Like I could, I would, I don't, I, that doesn't worry me at all. There's hot water and soap running through that thing all the time. So I think I know what you're saying. And I know what you you think like I do. Uh, hotel tubs are usually where they chop up the body when something goes wrong. That's exactly, During, you know what it is? It's Scar, I've seen Scarface. I've seen Scarface. I know what happens. Yeah. yeah so, that was a salmon colored bag. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Did you know what salmon, you know, blue inspires creativity, salmon inspires homicidal rage. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of that. Oh man. But anyway, so um, that's why uh, I don't, I wouldn't worry about that. I just right. physically don't fit in a lot of tubs. Well, I, I had the same issue that you had that I didn't, um, normally I, I showered my whole life. Like I just kind of showered. It wasn't really until 
uh, COVID started that I tried the bath thing. I tried the soaking thing. And I got to tell you, it's worked wonders, man. It's just very calming. It's very relaxing. Uh, like bath bombs, I'm into it. I think it's the greatest invention of all time. I, I really, I you, you changed, you changed, you went. I gotta tell you, man. You said man, <laughs> and and you became you I, became this other guy. Suddenly, you've been this straight lace. Suddenly, you were selling me. It was 1973, <laughs> and you were selling me pot in an alley. Uh, and I, I was intrigued because <laughs> I think they're changing your life. I think I think these baths. What kind of bath bomb do you use? Do you like aromas, scents? What what, what do you Go for. A good um, a good eucalyptus is really what I go for. Mm-hmm. I love a good eucalyptus. Um, I find it very calming. I like the smell of eucalyptus too. I think that's what it is. Um, mm-hmm. It's very calming. It's very relaxing. Well, I want to put something out there, which sure. is if you don't have a bath bomb, uh, bullion works as well. I like to get <laughs> in a hot bath yeah. and drop in, yeah, beef stock bullion cubes. And you need about, well, if it would be one cube for a pretty large uh, mug, sure. I would say you need about 35 cubes. And you put them in, <laughs> and suddenly you feel like you're a potato bobbing in a nice beef broth. It's a nice feeling. I've, don- I've, only, done it, I've only done that, I'm going to say I've done it 15 times. Only 15, 15 times. times but Do you worry about smelling like beef when you get out, though? I can't imagine a better thing to smell like. Okay. Well, well I really know, can't. To, look, I just think, to each his own. To each his own. Uh, beef, it's a primal urge. Uh, when I was dating, I used to try to smell like beef as much as possible. Uh, got a lot of compliment, got a lot of compliments, mostly from, uh, from butchers, mostly there you from go. butchers, yeah. uh, who passed me on the street. Never from, never from a woman I was dating, but, uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. So you're really into baths. You're really into soaking and you like to smell like eucalyptus and sure. you like very bright, different colors on your wall. Now, I'm going to point out something to you, Andrew. Please. Your question was just a ruse so that you could talk more about what you like. That's Absolutely. all your question was. That's all you my question was. Your question for, for me, your question for the great and powerful Oz, which is, I think, what uh, is how America thinks of me. Whatever uh, you think. Me, meaning, meaning a fraud behind a curtain. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Who blew into town accidentally. <laughs> Scamming America. Uh, that aside, um, your one question was, what do you think of the thing I want to talk about? That was fascinating. Sure. Did you yeah, notice that, I, Gourley? Yeah, I did know I, that you pointed <laughs> out. That was very artful. Look, I... I think you're great. I, I, I have nothing but respect for you, but honestly, I just, I, I have no questions for you. You know, I wanted to talk about what I wanted to talk about. So I just asked. Yeah, I have a question for you, Andrew. Please. Are you silently judging Conan and me for having white walls yeah, behind? Yeah, oh, white walls. Look, I wasn't going to say anything, but as I see them, it is, it is frustrating. It is a little frustrating because Whoa. a little bit, a little bit. Cause you know, I, Hey you know. man, Hey man, <laughs> yeah, man, hey man. hey man, listen, go take a bath. Yeah, go. <laughs> hey, what? Maybe it's time you go soak your head in, in a little chamomile. Uh, yes. and, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you something, man. Go ahead, uh, man. Maybe I have, maybe Matt Gorley and I have more than our share of creativity. We don't need, we don't need to get yeah. high off some wall color you know to, what? to take yeah. our flights of fancy. Yes. Uh, we actually have too much creativity. We have yeah. to drain, we have to drain it. it using mm-hmm. these neutral pale whites or yeah. else our heads would explode. We have I, so much creativity. I will tell you, uh, the guitars on the wall really save you. Oh, yeah, well, the guitars on the wall, that, that gives you another, that gives you some creativity. You do have yeah. guitars hanging. That 
shows or, you have some creativity. Or we're coming to you from a hard rock cafe. Or that's <laughs> we're sitting Time side by side, sitting side, side with two by laptops. side, yeah. two laptops in one hard rock cafe, uh, eating a very unsatisfying uh, cheeseburger. I'm um, very sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Andrew. I'm glad I could not answer your question, but give you mm-hmm. an excuse to talk more about your soaking fetish yes. and yes. your wall color disorder. Uh, yes. But. Uh, you seem like a very nice guy, Andrew, and it's Thank been you. very nice getting to know you. It really has. Uh, it's been wonderful to do this. I was thrilled to be a part of it. Um, and thank you so much for having me. It was, it was great meeting you too, man. I'm a huge fan. It was fan. really nice meeting you. We'll, uh, we shall, our paths will cross again. And I hope so. They, you'll trust me. They will. Because I'm coming to your, I'm coming to your house with oh. Matt and about seven cans of the palest drab white you've ever seen. I can't and a wait. Truckload of bullion. Yeah. Cubes. Truckload of bullion. Cubes. I can't right, wait. Thanks a lot, Andrew. Thank you, Scone. Thank you, Matt. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye. Bye. So, no, where else can you go surfing and skiing the same day, huh? I don't know. Or check out a world-class art museum and then camp at a dark sky sanctuary that night, huh? Yeah. Yeah, where else can you hike through Redwoods and then get a luxury spa treatment? Where? Well, you live there, California. (laughs) California, Sona. No matter where you go across the state, you'll find a way to play. I'm a California resident. So are you. Sona, you are a lifelong California resident. I'm a lifer. I love this place. This is a beautiful state. Gorgeous. So many different, wonderful ecosystems in one state. You can hang out by a Palm Springs pool. You know, you can go whale watching. You can go hiking in Yosemite. And then uh, talk about the great cities in California. You get all this amazing food, sushi, whatever you want. They got it in California. Hey, If you can't find it in California, man, you got a problem. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. I made that up on my own. Anyway, I love California. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. This has meaning for me, okay? Because I grew up as a child obsessed. My brothers and I were obsessed with sugar cereals. We loved Cap'n Crunch. And then when they came out with Cap'n Crunch and Crunchberries, I just, it was like Oppenheimer. (laughs) I saw a white light and I knew that life had changed forever. And true story, I was just back in Boston visiting my brother, Neil. And not kidding, he is two years older than me. We are grown ass adults. What do we do? We sit down at our kitchen table in Brookline, Mass., and we both crack open a box of Captain Crunch with Crunch oh Berries. My God. And we had it together, multiple bowls. And I was so happy. Oh, it's nice that you have that. It really is. Break away from the ordinary with Captain Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but I've got to tell you, it's just such a sense memory for me. Not just original Captain Crunch, which is great. Then, oops, all berries yeah, they came up with. I remember that. Usually I don't eat foods that have oops in the title. <laughs> But when they came up with Oops All Berries, I was there. Peanut butter. Oh, my God. Peanut butter crunch is fantastic. It turns the milk into this cool peanut butter milk. I love it. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. That's a word now. Buy Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch. Now at a retailer near you and learn more at captaincrunch.com. Neil, we made it! <laughs> Thank you.
Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is sponsored by ADT, introducing ADT self-setup, featuring everything from motion sensors to Google Nest Cam and the Nest doorbell with a battery or wired option. Your choice. Easily install the ADT self-setup security system at your convenience. You don't need heavy-duty tools. And if you do need help, ADT can provide virtual assistance along the way. Self-setup from ADT grows, moves, and adapts as your needs change. You can add more products at any time, and your system easily moves wherever life takes you. It also features Nest Cams that can tell the difference between a person, an animal, a vehicle, or with the Nest doorbell, even a package. These things are getting so smart. Plus, when every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. You can view video of an alarm event and verify or cancel an alarm with just one quick tap. Now everyone can get trusted security from ADT installed your way with no long-term contracts. When the most trusted name in home security as the intelligence of Google, well, <laughs> you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, Nest Doorbell, and Nest Aware are all trademarks of Google LLC. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. This is unbelievable. I've been talking about this idea for years. I know. I want you to explain it more. I can. Okay. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required access from anywhere. I had this idea years ago. (laughs) I was telling people no one listened to me. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems. Remember when I said that? Yeah. Because you've got one unified, unified business, business management, management suite. suite. You yes. said that. Yeah. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math, man. Yeah. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash Conan, netsuite.com slash Conan. I'm going to say it one more time just for emphasis, netsuite.com slash Conan. Conan, I'm pleased to introduce you to Shelby, who is a college student. Hi, Shelby. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? I am so amazing. You are? You are so amazing. Yes. <laughs> Is that what you do when you walk up to people and say, I am so amazing? I mean, usually if I have free time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so great. In my free time, I'll like pick through a New Yorker that I haven't read. <laughs> you walk around and randomly announce to people, I'm amazing. Exactly. But I'm sure you are amazing. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Where do you live? I am in Brooklyn right now, but I'm from Illinois. But I'm here right oh. now for college. So I go to NYU. Oh, cool. What are you studying? Right now, I'm actually studying comedy writing. So this is like so perfect for me. I'm going to have a story for class. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> they didn't teach comedy writing when I was in. I, I've desperately wanted to take a class in like comedy writing or talk show hosting. And they didn't offer it then. But uh, anything I can do to help with your comedy writing class, you got to let me know. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, Conan, can I show you something so cool? So this year I decided to make a vision board and you are literally on my vision board. Oh my God. That's so cool. That's the second time this has happened. Really? Yeah. That is so uh, That is so nice. That is so, describe, I kind of know what a vision board means, but help me. What does it mean to you? If you put my face on your vision (laughs) board, what does that signify? 
So what Oprah says, Oprah says that you make a vision board and then you put everything you want to manifest in your life onto it. And then you like forget about it. You don't even worry how it's going to happen. And then it just appears. And that's kind of what happened with this. So I, ah, I believe uh, it. Conan, you're on everybody's vision. Board. <laughs> yeah. What if the wrong things manifest? Like what if you say, well, I, I kind of like to work in comedy the way Conan does. And you put me on the vision board and then you wake up one morning and you have an orange pompadour oh. on your head instead of the beautiful hair that you have right she now. She becomes what? you? Is that, is that what yeah, you she, or, or yeah, that's the thing that manifests. <laughs> what if you don't, it's like a Twilight Zone episode. What if the wrong thing manifests <laughs> or suddenly your legs grow disproportionate to your body <laughs> so that you have a very small torso and long ungainly legs, but the comedy thing doesn't happen. What if that's how it works? I don't know. Oprah did not talk about that when she decided <laughs> to make a vision book. Oh, see, Oprah never mentions that part. Uh, like there's so many people that put Oprah on uh, their vision board and then they just end up dating a guy named Stedman, <laughs> but it doesn't, they don't get her career at all. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they end up working on a farm and they're like, well, uh, I, I have a boyfriend named Stedman. <laughs> um, well, you, how, I mean, you, you're studying comedy. Do you have any questions for me? Is there anything I can do to help you? Okay. So the biggest question I have, I remember I was listening to your podcast once because literally for Spotify, you guys were like my number one podcast. I think 10,000 oh. minutes of me listening to you guys. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh. That's so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. So a question that I had, you said that when you first started doing improv, you would get really nervous. I'm pretty sure a teacher of yours had to pull you aside and be like, calm down. And I was wondering how you got through that and how you became who you are now. I think a lot of people and myself included think your job is to become funny and to become this person who's known or a celebrity or whatever you want to call it. And I think it's not that. I think if you're doing it the right way, you're figuring out a way to become the person you already were in an unusual situation. So when you say at home and with your friends, you're Richard Pryor, and then you get up on stage, yes, that's the trick is figuring out how can I bring that person who's funny at home, how can I bring that person up on stage? And that takes a little doing and takes time. But the good news is you have that person. That person's fully formed. Uh, you, that person is the person you are with your friends and family. What's tricky is when people say, I'm not funny with my friends and family, but I want to be a comedian. <laughs> you're like, well, uh, that's, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. But I, I do think that um, that's just called time. You, if you spend enough time in front of people, I mean, you can watch the first uh, you know, year of me on late night television, and I look like a guy who's trying to do a good job as a comedy host. What happens is, through the sheer just amount of shows we had to do and the sheer stress and whatever whatever it was, that all fell away. And soon I just felt like I'm always on TV. So the real me came out. Mm -hmm. The real me ended up coming out. And so that's what you do is you you get your stage time until the real person comes out. That's such good Does advice. that make sense? No, it makes perfect yeah. sense. Is it okay if I charge you for it? No. Um, well, just like I'm a student, so I don't have much money in general. <laughs> I prefer if you did well, it. <laughs> what I like to do is it'll be a, like a student loan and it'll be a very high rate. Well, 
Not a good rate. What happens if she doesn't pay? You already gave her the advice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I will repossess your comedy career, whatever career you get going in comedy. I will come and I will repossess it. And, uh, or I'll say I now have 80% of it. Uh, you know, it's a really, look, you never should have gotten on this call. This was a big mistake because now, now Shelby, it's just like, I just have a, a huge controlling interest in your career. <laughs> and uh, there's no way out. There's really no way out. Yeah, this is all such good advice. I will use this when I, because I'm trying to go through the groundlings now. They have virtual mm-hmm. classes and I'm trying to take those. Yep. Well, good luck to you. I'm really excited to meet you. And uh, one of my favorite things is talking to young people who are funny and nice. They always inspire me. They always make me feel like, oh, it's, there's really good people coming up. I don't want to be one of those bitter old guys. It's like, no one today is as good as we were when we were, because it's just not true. Yeah, this is so amazing. I'm like, I have to call my mom right after this. <laughs> okay, well, after you're done, I'll call your mom, because <laughs> okay. we are not getting along. Um, we'll tell her I said hi. All right, Shelby. It was so nice you to meet care. you all. Nice to meet you. It was really you. nice to meet Shelby. you. Bye. Bye. Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan. With Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gorley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solitaroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 